Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of Half Hour Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host Peter, and joined this week by Swanee. Hello. Right, Swanee, let's explain the situation with the podcast. First of all, I used to do a podcast called the Half Hour Hoops, which has come to an end after nine in a row. So we're going to. I stopped doing it because I couldn't actually I couldn't rely on people who was on it. We people moved house. One of them had a wedding, as you remember. Uh, so what happened was, with only me and two other guys to do it, we couldn't get it every, every week, and this felt like it was more of a chore than it was worth. Pandemic cut, stopped doing it. I listened to other podcasts, there's loads out there, Celtic ones, obviously you'll say there's Blake Rangers ones, Aye. right? Uh, and Scottish general, Scottish football in general, there's just loads of podcasts, so I don't want to waste any more energy on that. But what I don't want to waste energy on is actually doing a podcast that's something we actually both like covering, which is the fantasy football. So... First of all, the two apps we'll be using will be the FPL app that there's over 6 million people playing. So I'm assuming if you listen to this, you know where the app is. It's on the App Store. And a new one this year will be the Fantasy Fantasy Scotland, Fantasy Football Scotland app, yeah. which you can get on App Store and Google Play or visit their website. Or just Google them, it will come up. That's the apps we'll be using this year. They're very similar apps, so they're very similar gameplay. So, sorry, first of all, or second of all, let me ask your first question. Why do you like Fantasy Football? Um, I would normally watch. Um, I would normally watch, and I used to love playing, you no know, Champman back mm-hmm. in the day. I stopped playing when it became football manager. And I felt it got a wee bit too complicated. I just couldn't be bothered with all the, the extra stuff. So it's a wee bit like that. Not as detailed, but it's still still good fun. Uh, but once you get into it, it's it's quite addictive. So it is. Um, can't, as I've said, it can ruin weekends, uh, but it's excellent fun. Once you get into it, it's, it's excellent. See, this was your first year properly doing it. You've done it for a few years, but I don't think you've been week on week looking at your team. Uh, but uh, did you enjoy it this year? Love well, obviously well, you enjoyed well, it. Well, you, can, you can tell us what happened this year. Uh, you won the league. You won the league that we were in. <laughs> <laughs> Played all games, won it on the pitch, fair and square. Yeah. Uh, no avoiding this one. No asterisks. Just the head to head. That was no avoiding when they cut that after the. Yeah, they stopped. I don't think I was doing well on that either, so. Aye. As we'll talk about a previous season, right? Up, well, up last year, the season before, you won the league, didn't you? So you've won the money league as well. Yeah, won it last season. And then this season, I've won it. So, 
if you're looking for advice on FPL football, he's where I meant to go to. <laughs> I don't know. Looking for an average 2,000 turn of points. I mean, if you want to be in the top 10%, there you go. We're the, we're the boys for you. It'd be different with Scottish football. When uh, the kicks in. <laughs> well, last year, as I said, I finished 2,210 points. I finished first overall in four different leagues that I was in, different private leagues and leagues online, Twitter and stuff, which meant I finished 2,560,000 overall, roughly, with the top 5%, I think it's not bad. That's excellent. Top 7,000 in Scotland, not bad. You finished with 2,032 points, well obviously you've had a better score than that before, but you can explain why you are. A few things, uh, captain's picks were awful, I made the mistake again of... Uh, believing in Kane at Spurs. I've done that last season as well. The guy always lets me down. Anytime I've picked Kane as my captain, he's been shambolic. And I've done it a few times this year. I'll be never doing it again. And I think I had a two or three week spell over Christmas where I was loaded with the, with the flu. Flash. Possibly COVID. You know, I've said this to my mates. I'm convinced I had it. Patient X. It was that powerful. And I'd lost track of time. You know, I think it was maybe... And you've got a lot of games at that time of the year. And I just wasn't in a state to even change my team. And I just... I'm going to blame it on that, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, my captain picks were, were awful. Absolute awful. Right, so... It's going to be different, I suppose, because we've not done a Scottish one before. But it's pretty similar setup. So if MDs, if people have been tweeting me and texting me already, asking me for t- tips. We'll do it as we go along the podcast. And I suppose... If you want to go to your next is tactics and rules you kind of love by when you're playing fantasy football, who was the tactics you use or would you stick by your own rules? Or um, When it comes to, obviously you want a good goalkeeper. Uh, defenders, I try not to have, I try to have each of my defenders, one defender from you know one decent team. So if it was, say, the Premiership, because that's what I've been doing, I'll have one Liverpool, one Man City, and maybe look at another team that's fairly decent in defence. You know, six top seven team. And a team that's not going to concede much, and my goalkeeper will be from one of their teams as well. What I used to do the first couple of seasons I played was I'd have two Spurs and maybe two Liverpool, and I was finding that one goal, you know, they, these both teams could go out and win 4-1, mm-hmm. but they've conceded that goal and it's just decimated your defenders' points. Whereas now, I like to spread it about a wee bit. Um, yeah, I think I rode my luck with that last year, because I at one point had trebled up with Sheffield United, the keeper, and the two defenders. Yeah, that, that's I definitely think, lucky. I think I got two weeks of trot where I got, I got the clean sheets and got mega points off them, but then I came out away for that, as you say, because I just don't one do goal that. and the risk is gone. It's, you know, that's three players, and you'll be lucky to make what, maybe five points between them. Um, as for midfield, I tend to find... I think I spend more of my money in midfield than I do. I like to have one big forward and then try to get some bargains. Um, you were quick on the string this year, weren't you, before the money went up? You were quick on him. Aye, it was just his price. It wasn't as if I, I thought, oh, well, I mean, he was good before he got injured, uh, but he seems to be over that. But when you look at the Premiership, I know it's going to be different up here, but you've got guys like Salah, Manny, De Bruyne, just pure quality. And they make so many points, you know, you can't leave them out your team. Um, just try to catch them the right weekend. Was pretty much. I've always been a coward when it comes to putting my midfielder as a cat, unless it's Salah, you know, because he's basically up front. 
De Bruyne's a different kettle of fish, mean the guy I love the guy, but I don't think I ever had the balls to make him my captain because I'm just too scared that he has just a, 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 a day Kate, Kate Bingo he doesn't play. Yeah, he's not going to get the goals that Salah gets. I mean, assists, outstanding. But, I say, I don't know. I, once we start looking at the Scottish, it might be a wee bit different in terms of how you shape your team up, up here because I don't think the midfield talent is as devastating as it is down in England. Actually, it definitely ain't. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't us like it was still... It's still good, but I don't think... I think you can... Different teams yeah, well, I think you can maybe pick in one hand the amount of high goal-scoring midfielders that are in Scotland compared to down south, you know, let's say Salah, Mane, and then you start yeah. to get the Man City ones. I think a lot you'll be looking for is assist the midfielders in Scotland, that'll be weird. Yeah. Maybe, uh, we'll, 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 we'll get, get to we'll that. Get to right. Well, one thing I would say with it, about the tactics you kind of live by, I suppose is just trust your eyes. So when you watch the game and you see players playing well and you, and you see them getting better week in, week out, I can't make the move then for somebody. Trust your eyes, but don't make a snap judgement. I mind sitting watching... Uh, Spurs Man United game might have been last season and I can't mind that Brazilian player for Spurs played outstanding I scored a goal and I thought wow I put him he hadn't even finished celebrating and I'd made the <laughs> substitution <laughs> and that backfired big time so I yeah, watch the games assess it but I think just take a wee couple of hours just to think about it instead of jumping in right I was going to be next play right Transfers, how would you deal with your transfers? What, do you have any of those considering that? What do you do? Do you wait? Are you a quick transfer? Or do you wait right up to the deadline for you make it? Or do you... I used to be quick, but I do like to take a wee bit of time now. Unless, say like, like the Danny Ings one, mm-hmm. where he's having a couple of good weeks. I think if, 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 if you're sitting there and he's had maybe his third or fourth goal in the space of three weeks, I'd say get him in quick because his value is going to shoot up. Um, but, I mean, there's no rush. Why not just take your time, see what happens. If their value does go up, it's not going to shoot up by millions. You're, you're talking 100,000, 200,000 at the most. So, I tend to just take my time now. Plus, you're on the risk if you make a transfer early in the week, an injury could go down, and you've yeah. already lost a player out of it, and you can't do much about it. Yeah. I mean, you already covered your captain, Swan, what you think about it, but I suppose my captain play would be... I didn't really... I, what thing I've never done is I've never captained a defender. I don't think I've done that. Oh. I don't do that. I mean, in that Monday I won a couple of weeks out, there was a major error where the guy came second, captain. He was, uh, he was drunk. Did he? Oh, <laughs> <my. laughs> it's my dad's pal. And I said to my dad, why did he captain Van Dyke? And he said he, he'd been drinking that night. And he just... What, he just sunk completely different? I think he was just blitzed. And he's packed him and he's, he's woke up next day and just... Too late, not fixed it. Aye. I, I think it cost. I think he needed the goal. That was him. I mean, he only get the four points. I've never it. seen him pick a defender he's captain before. Oh, I, I must applaud him for it and thank you for it. That's we could, <laughs> could have caught me and he didn't do it. Uh, right, what's your thoughts on the chip play? When do you think about playing your chips? Uh, well, you get two wild cards. So I've seen myself use a wild card after two weeks at times. If I really think I've messed up, right. then just use it. Um, as for triple captain, I like to wait until it's a double game week. Obviously, one of the bigger teams, if it's going to be SPL or SPFL, uh, you want a double game week with either Celtic or Rangers, just depending on the makeup of your team. At home against one of the teams you're fighting relegation, you think? 
Maybe. This is something I will talk about right now, just because I was looking at the fixtures. There's going to be a lot of games this week with two game weeks. Yeah. So you'd be best looking down the line and going, right, you're very much, you're not going to probably get two home games in trot. It's Maybe get a away game. I can have, but I don't I haven't seen any of the first set of fixtures anyway. Mm-hmm. Unless there's going to be cup ties, it'll change it. So my thought would be, for example, if I've got Celtic player on my team, Edward or Elanousi, I'm thinking, and we're playing away at Hamilton Wednesday, uh, Sunday, and home to St Mirren or home to Ross County the next week. That's when I'd be more I'd yeah. like to stick in my triple captain. Yeah. The same Rangers would be the same with you, I suppose, or MD. If you actually where your mentality is, your big game players against the weaker teams. Triple captain, that's what I would do. Uh, definitely. Wheel card, what about that? Um, I just wait and see what you know. Who do you think it's called? Like it, yeah. That's the free hit wild card, isn't it? Aye, so you can choose team for one week. Sorry, just because it was called that a different game. Uh, the wild card's the free hit. Aye, free hit. Aye, why do I? Yeah, I'll wait and see. Like if Rangers are playing Celtic, and you've there's going to be a lot of people who will probably pick. Three for each team because they're maybe two top teams. Thing about that would be the week you would go. Yeah, fancy wanting to win, take the three out. Yeah, the thing about that is we play each other four times mm-hmm. in a season, so you get once. Yeah, I use it once, uh, but that's that's probably the only time I, 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 when I use it. Um, I mean, there's some weeks I don't bother with subs either, just depending on how the how the fixtures have landed. What's the next point? Fixtures? Do you look ahead in your fixtures? You players? Well, maybe look two or three weeks ahead. If I'm going to be bringing a player in, how long are you going to get out of him? You know, if you're... If, what, I mean, what if, if you're bringing in a cell... Because well, it's, it's English game's finished, so we're talking about people looking for tactics and hints and tips, so fixtures regarding the Scottish fixtures, right? Well, say I was going to bring in an Aberdeen striker like Cosgrove at Aberdeen, who has got a good goal-scoring record. Mm-hmm. Um... If they're playing, say they're, they're at home against Hamilton, you'd fancy Aberdeen to win that. Not heavily, no, by a lot of goals, but you'd fancy them to win it and cause Grove to get a goal. But if they're playing the following week, Celtic away, and maybe the following week after that, they're at home at Rangers, you think, exactly uh, are you going to... It's just a substitution for one week. So is he going to make enough points against Hamilton? To, call, no, to justify that one week. Is it just worth the squeeze for that transfer? Uh, kind of thing? Well, I just definitely look ahead and think, is he going to get gold? What I'd add to that is, there's a lot of players, people out there who are going to be adding defenders into teams, maybe from the lower teams, just to get you know, to try to get the value of the squad to get yeah. fit in. Now, as far as I'm aware, unless I get corrected, there's no bonus points for uh, goalkeeping. So it's just a clean sheet. Right. right. So if you take a goalkeeper or defenders... For a team that's in the bottom six in the league, and they're from a fixture of Celtic Rangers Aberdeen, Hibs potentially. I mean, you can be looking to getting not even like zero points of turn. You could get minus. Is it minus points if you exceed a certain amount of goals? Yeah, I mean, so you need to watch. Mean. You need to be very careful who you're you're picking. Yeah, where you want to pick it in the fixtures. I know the Celtic Rangers only play one game each a week, so there's five. There's four more games, and there's more players out there. Celtic Rangers. I know we can sound a little bit off of that way heavy it's just because we support but I, I would be there checking who if you're picking if you're picking defenders for lower league teams I would be looking at, not league, lower in the league teams yeah. I'd be looking at the fixtures first before I pick them especially if it's a couple of midweek games and you're stuck in and you've got to stick with these guys and they might concede more than the two or three goals if they're playing any of the heavy hitters Watch football it's just so so weird you know 
teams can one week be not so much the Rangers and Celtics, but you know, Motherwell can be two or three weeks. You think, oh, they're looking pretty good, and then they'll have five, six weeks where. I think it's going to be interesting because uh, you can't expect a. What is it they call it? A template? A yeah. template? You can't expect a template team in this league, I don't think. There's not enough heavy hitters to do that. No, most of the teams are pretty much the exact same, bar the big two. So it, is, it, will, it will definitely be different to the, to the English one. Something else what I would use is like my ta- we're still on the tactic about rules why is try to read the season you're going ahead. See if you've you're watching the league plan out pan out in front of you and you see a team like Langston last year, with who were pretty much a breakout team, weren't they? A lot of clean sheets mm-hmm. and they've done well. I mean if you can spot that early, try to get on that bandwagon as early as you can, because the value will be down obviously. They kept a lot of clean sheets last year. To the other extent, Ross County, I checked the on, they only kept six clean sheets last year. Yeah. I mean, so if you get Ross County defenders on your team, I mean, that's a lot of weeks where you're not, you're looking at one point. It's not just that. You know, I don't know if there's no the English people listening, but there's a few teams up here with synthetic pitches. Livingston being one, Kilmarnock being one, and Hamilton. But especially Livingston and uh, Kilmarnock, at home, they're extremely tough to score against because they parks. So every second week, they defenders, they'll have a decent chance of a clean sheet just because how difficult it is to play on the pitches. Yep. So, well, you can go back and check the stats. Special Livingston, I think, the home kept. I mean, the sun you can check yourself. So, go to last week's Livingston or Kilmarnock's home games and see the... Whereas Hamilton don't tend to be as tight at home. You, know, you can still... Well, they're one of the weaker teams. Yeah, they? but the other two are an absolute nightmare to play on. What's your thoughts on the the big hitters? Do you stick with... with you trade the Bruyne Do you just stick with who you like? I always stick. Hitters? My dad, he's always won for, you know, say... Man City were playing uh, Liverpool. He'd look to get one of the Man City or Liverpool players out to bring in maybe a, a Jamie Vardy or a sports player if they're up against a, a middle-level team. Uh, I don't do that. I just think, nah, trust in the quality. Stick with a quality player. Because they've just got as much chance of scoring. Salah's got as much chance as getting one goal against Man City than, say... A Leicester striker's got against Watford. Do you know what I mean? So I just, I just tend to stick with the big players. Don't take them out. Something you make you lucky. It could be De Bruyne, one Salah, one each, and then you, you get the best of both. Yeah, exactly. Right. Is there anything new you're going to implement going forward that you didn't do last year? Especially the Scottish game. Was there anything you're thinking about doing you didn't think you didn't do? Um, because we're, if we, if we're only a month away, we're actually getting back the English team again. I think, see, because... Your season starts on Saturday, mm-hmm. but the window is going to be open. October. To, I, I can see you picking a team, and then by the end of the window, wanting to change it because I don't see. I can see Rangers and Celtic making some signs, maybe five six games into the season. Especially in right the first team type players. Yeah, all depending on how the European qualification goes. So, I think I'll pick my team. Stick with it for the five, six weeks, no make the odd sub in that, and I can then see me maybe having the wild card, just depending on who, well, who they bring in. Exactly, I wrote it down there. I was thinking about our season's kind of funny this year that you're mostly going to have a team, and you probably, as you said, get a month in it, six games in it, and you'll probably have to wild card it because you're going to have that many players you want to change, or the season's not panned out the way you thought the players have panned out. Yeah. And you're going to have to change your team, and that would probably want to. Ideal times after window shots is to wildcard it again. Aye, definitely. You get any gripes with the fantasy football spawners? Anything you don't like? No. You like? You've no complaints at all? 
No, I can't think of nothing, you know, that I'm sitting thinking that game's just shafted me there. There's nothing. The only thing I've got a gripe, I don't think there's enough for defence midfielders players. There's not really any sort of thing for them, is there? I suppose that's true. The only thing I can think of is that it used to, I mean, they're great players, you say. I'll take example, right? I've seen a few times people have got Scott Brown in their team. And I'm thinking to myself, looking going, I just don't see the value at all, but it's got Brown in any team. Now, play most games, fair enough, right? And Celtic will get clean sheets. Mm. So maybe that's the reason. But see, going forward, he's not, he's not going to offer you any... I suppose try to think of Rangers equivalent. Play with the sit deep and not do anything. Probably Brian Jack. So, it's already right, everything in the team. And you might get, you've got a clean sheet and you'll get the performance and that. But he's not going to... So, he's not going to yeah, he's point. not. Yeah, his performances don't. His points won't be reflective of his, his actual performance. But I don't know what you do about that. I know, I there's know. nothing unless he totally rehanging the game or an algorithm where I say and play. But then I suppose that takes too much work. He's going to have to pick. Yeah, they've also got the odd goal. Man, you're just going to, have to take it. Anything those players are cheap. They're cheaper. Aye, aye, that's why I think somebody brought Scott Brown and was quite cheap for Scott Brown. I'm going. Aye, but you're not going to get the same returns as Forrest no. on the wing. I mean, but then I said he's maybe. I wouldn't say it was half the price, but he won't be far from it. If you've got maybe only a few million you spend and you can get Scott Brown in, then... Because he will be a starter most weeks. Right, so that is pretty much all our our rules covered. I suppose we'll get as we go along. The only rules different that I've so far seen for the Scottish game and the English game is now when you put the subs in the English game, it's the first sub that comes on. Well, they've said on your bench, the best sub gets on to you that gets most points. Mm-hmm. That's who they'll bring on. Right. That's how picking your squad. So you pick a decent squad and somebody doesn't start, the best score on the bench. Comes comes on. On. So that's a decent we, we, we tweak. Obviously, they don't want to be too similar to their own things. Mm-hmm. Another thing is the vice captainship. I told you about it last week. Your vice, cha- your vice captainship will, if you pick a defender or a goalkeeper, they keep a clean sheet, you get double points. If you don't keep a clean sheet, it's normal points. If you put a midfielder or a striker in the score or assist, it's double points. Obviously, if they don't, it's normal points. So that, to me, is a plus, because that means your vice, vice, your vice captainship actually means something this time, rather than just in case the captain doesn't play. So your vice captain, if he scores, gets double points? Yep. What does your captain get? Double points? Double points, eh? So essentially, it's two captains. It's two, yep. Well, uh, I mean, if you captain the defender, the vice captain the defender, you'll get a double points for the, the clean sheet. Right. That seems weird though to me. This is to be the, I mean I'll get into the rules to check again for next week, but I'm sure that's where I read it. It's, it basically sounds like two captains. So it does Maybe it's just for the first. Maybe we need to we need we'll to dig in here for next week anyway. Definitely your vice captain points are going to be getting used, but only if they do, only if they keep the clean sheet and only if they sc- maybe it's only if they score, I think then, or only if they assist. Aye. It's an assist because I'm sure somebody's talking about Tavernier would be a great vice captain because but why not just pick assist? Well if you've got two big strikers then that's 30 watches a week squad, right? Because that, that seems unusual. Right, so that's us now into... We're going to get into our teams next. Now I say that we're going forward in the SPFL, how would you pick a game plan? Now you were talking to me one about having a game plan with no Celtic players in our team. You just, you just want staunch points for that? No, uh, it's... I don't want a set and hope for a Celtic clean sheet. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't want a set and hope. Or hope such and such scores the day. Obviously, I'm looking at the end of the day wanting Celtic beat. So, 
I don't want to conflict to my... That overrules my all fancy stuff, that's true. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Especially this season. But then you've got a cost thing as well. You can only afford to get so many uh, either the Rangers or Celtic players in. And if I'm going to spend my money, I want to spend it on my own. Do you know what I mean? So, you're kind. Right, I, I've got two ways of looking at this, right? For what I was thinking going forward with tactics. Now, over the course of the season, Rangers and Celtic keep the most clean sheets, right? It's, there's no debating. Yeah. So, do you go for an all turn heavy defence? Do you know what I mean? Goalkeeper and defenders, and that way you're going to have majority of clean sheets and bonus points, not bonus points, the clean sheet points, or. Again, Celtic Rangers will score most goals this season. Yeah. Scoring more goals, most goals means scoring most, also getting the most assists as well. Do you go for a roll from heavy forward line or do you go somewhere in the middle? I need to have checked the stats, but I can't imagine our goals conceded. That'll be obviously they're the best he, in the league. Al McGregor had the most clean sheets last year, so there he was at the most points if he played for the game. But take Aberdeen and Motherwell. They came third, fourth mm-hmm. when the league was called. Um, finished, league was called, <laughs> and I couldn't tell you their goals conceded. But I think where the big difference is goals for when it comes to us. That's where the massive goal difference comes. So for me, I'd, I'd maybe have either a goalkeeper or one defender, but that'd be max. I wouldn't go Rangers Celtic heavy. Yeah, I, I think we built front. Aye, midfield not front because. That's that's the difference. Aberdeen, Motherwell, Kilmarnock, these teams will get your clean sheets. Won't be as much as Razors and Celtic, but I don't think it's a massive, you know, huge difference. Whereas the goals for will be a big difference. We've already talked already about Livingston being a good defensively and Aberdeen being quite. These teams don't really steal a lot of goals, really. They may not be able to win a lot of games and can beat the odd game, but they're normally quite tight at the back. Yeah. Motherwell were good last year as well. So. Again, this is something to keep your eye on through the season. Watch the teams, watch the season develop, and then can I keep an eye on who you think defensively? And I think maybe the, what you role you said was probably the best thing either as well. Keep different defenders on your defensive line, uh, especially in Scotland, because if you stick two into Motherwell one week and say they go to Parkhead and lost four goals, it's a disaster for your points coming in. It's not just that. You couldn't even trust Liverpool, uh, Motherwell to keep a clean sheet at home most weeks. You know, it's, it's If they were playing Hibs, you wouldn't look at that and think, oh, that's a definite clean sheet for Motherwell. You just, I think you're much safer just having one from each of the kind of maybe top five teams. Right. OK, let's get into the teams now, right? Let's go through. Now, obviously, I've got a line-up here, but it's not the finished line-up. It's going to be changing many a time before Friday, because I've went through my transfers here. I think I made over 50 transfers, and I downloaded the app. I keep on changing it, keep on thinking different ideas. So we'll go keepers first, right? The most expensive keeper in the game is Joe Lewis Aberdeen, which I found... Insane. Insane straight away because I'm getting the most clean sheets last year. I don't even understand what the logic is behind that. But I don't know. Maybe because Rangers got two keepers that they're going to be play between, and Joe Lewis is going to be the only keeper they play. No. I wouldn't go for Joe Lewis, but it is up to you. Scott Bain sitting there at three million quid. I think he might give you one week. Celtic look like signing a goalkeeper today, so. He won't be first choice after that, so his value will either go down or the guy coming will be more worth. Al McGregor's three million. Most clean seats last year. Talked about it before. Rangers probably yeah, the most clean seats. I'm, I'm just I'm looking at them and for me I would be using McGregor. I think for the sake of I mean if you look at other teams that are quite good defensively, 
Aberdeen, they're good, but I'm not paying 200,000 more for Joe yeah. Lewis. Over, more, yeah. uh, and then Motherwell, you think, they're a decent team at the but back. But they lost their keeper, that's a boy Gillespie's went to Newcastle, that was a rack-up, Carson. And he was good beforehand, but it was a boy Gillespie they had last year. Have they signed somebody though? Is this no, Carson's came back for injury. You can get you can get a Rangers goalkeeper for hundred thousand more. That's what. This is why I think people probably will pick mostly. But again, it goes back to you only three players in your team. So if you go for all the centre players up front, you can't have them in defence. So it's going to be a balance, a balancing act. Marciano for Hibs two point eight, Xander Clark two point eight, Danny Rogers the site for Kamara two point seven, Lyle Kamara going two point five, Jack Armick. Well, Almick used to go to Rangers 2.5. Well, he's not a bad goalkeeper, but they're not going to keep many clean sheets. Yep. Scott Fox, Motherwell, he's probably back up 2.3. You all the way down. Now, the player that caught my eye because of the the price of him, and he's probably the first choice, and I've got my team now, who won't make him out, is McCrory. Yeah, on loan. 2.2. He's going to be Livingston's first joint. He's going to be the Livingston's goalkeeper. Pretty much, isn't he? Yeah. He's point eight cheaper than McGregor. A million cheaper than Lewis. Point eight cheaper than Bain right now. And Lewis is one of the teams I think will keep a lot of clean sheets. So he's in my team now as a keeper, but that could change for the weekend. Yeah, I'd say out if you're if you're not wanting to get a Rangers or Celtic goalkeeper, he'd be my top pick. So he would. Livingston are good in defence. They've got that synthetic pitch, and he is quite cheap. So yeah, I think I think he'd be a good pick. I shall put four by at the weekend. No chance. <laughs> right, defenders. So I'll tell you who I've got so far. Right, I have put in Tavernier because I think you play a lot of wing play, Rangers play a lot of wing play. I think yeah. create his hands full of assists. Now, the first fixture isn't the best. I would beat Aberdeen, but I don't go by one week. You've got to go by the whole, as you said, five or six weeks overall. Yeah. Uh, the highest rated defenders, Christopher Julien for Celtic, 5.5. Tied with Tavernier, 5.5. IR, 4.3. Now, last year, Julien did get his fair share of goals. Yeah. So, as you can see, looking at this apps one, like the first nine or ten players, also Rangers players. Mm-hmm. You have to go through Julien, Tavernier, IR, Barisic, Frimpong, Bollingoli, Elhamid, Helanda, and Taylor, before you start getting to other teams, which is Scott McKenna, 3.2. Ryan Porter is 3.2, Ash Taylor 3.1, Liam Donnelly 3.1, Michael Devlin 3 million, Andrew Constantine 3 million, Declan Gallagher 3 million, Connor Goldson 3 million, which I find quite strange Connor Goldson's way down to that. I think that, I mean... Is he, is he going to keep his first team place? 100%. I no. think Stevie G, she's Connor Goldson, he's number one defender. That's even Gerard, English play people listen there. That's the screen nickname. Even is. If you're looking for Rangers defensive value, for me, Goldstone looks value there for three million. Yeah, I agree, definitely. But I'd be picking. I know you've picked uh, Tavernier. For me, if you're wanting this uh, fullback who's going to get at me, Borna. I've got him an Have you? I've got my feet. It's my shoe with the now. I'll feed out on the camera. I have got. A back line now is Tavernier, Barisic, Frimpong, McGowan for Kilmarnock and Reid for Ross County, who's probably not going to play, but he's just on the bench now. Now, you said Barisic for assists and all that. I'm pretty much in the same way Frimpong on the right-hand side. If we're going to go 3-5-2, which I think we are going to go 3-5-2, he's going to play as a right wing-back, which means he's going to be balling forward a lot. Yeah. And the boy McGowan is basically replacing O'Donnell, who they lost. He came for Hamilton. 
Right, he's got right that right back row. If Kamarnock start the season well and defensively, and as you already said as well, at home in that pitch, he's probably be a first team player. And at two point eight million, that's decent value. Yeah. MDL defence. Quite, get a through a lot of them here. Yeah, that's Stuart Finlay. Any time I've watched him, he's been he's been okay. You know, Kilmarnock, yep. solid enough. Says Kelly are always tight. Um, well, the other options is Liam Donnelly and Gallagher. Again, defensively quite sound. I don't like the two of them. Wonder why. Uh, Logan, <laughs> right back. Ambrose, F. Ambrose. I don't even think he's going to be first choice for Livingston, but would he? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Very good into players <laughs> like Hernandez, Aberdeen, who's signed, Liam Smith. Joe Shaughnessy, who some other signed, who's a not bad price for the Aberdeen X player, 2.7 million. But then it's going about now where I don't know a lot about all these players. If they're first team players and they're playing for teams who you think they're going to have a chance, go for it. Yeah. I mean, but again, what I would advise is if you're picking defenders, I would try to get as many top <laughs> defenders as you can. Yeah, it's, it's this whole thing with the window as well. I'm looking at Lewis Mayo. Two million, no Rangers. He's a young boy. He'll be getting put on loan. Now, I'm not sure whether or not they'll be looking for an SPFL team, but I mean, he could go on loan here, like a Ross County or, or something. So for two mil, it might be not too bad. It just depends what team he goes to. But for me, the same as I do with the, the English one, I'll be sticking to what I consider the the, the top. Five teams in Scotland. Ever feature them? Aye, I'm not going anywhere. You don't just go along. What have you got no. so far? I'm just having a wee look at the prices because I said my team will probably end up changing in a few days. Yeah, me too. But I think Golson at three million. That that's he's definitely in. I wouldn't say I'm his biggest fan at times. He can he can annoy me, but at that price, it's a massive jump from. If you, if you take him for three million, you actually look at two left, and you went to see you take McGregor. You look at one left after that. I think I'll probably take McGregor out and put, uh, I'll put somebody else in. Brave to say that. Um, right, we're getting to midfield. So midfield's another one. So on. I'll tell you who I've got now is my template team, but it will, it will change. I've got Cameron McPherson for St Mirren. I thought was really good last year. What I seen him, quite an attacking midfielder. Uh, I've got Scott Allen. Now, I'm not too sure Scotland's going to be first choice for Hibs, but obviously Scotland's always forward thinking yeah. straight away. And at 3.7 million, I think that's decent value. Yeah, that is a good price. I've got Turnbull on there, but I'm assuming Turnbull's going to come back. This is like a, a new season for him. He was out the whole last year. I think he played 30 minutes, and that's all he played all last year mm-hmm. at the end of the season. He was attacking threat yeah. when, he, when he was fit. If he's fit, excellent. If... Now, he's linked with Celtic. If he else is, if he went to for Celtic, I'd need to rejig my team again because yeah. that's four players. I went to the Alanousi at 4.9 million, which I think is ridiculously low because I think, maybe I've saw more than you, obviously, but when I think he's fully fit, this boy's great and he's always attacking and he's assists and goal. I think he'll be through the roof. But yeah. again, in fits can be much is he? Only 4.9 million. Right. And the other one I picked was Polworth, Liam Polworth of Motherwell, who's a winger. I think he had the most assists Motherwell last year. I think it was 13 assists. So if that's a winger, then if he can keep that kind of form up, then that's pretty good, I think. I'm just having a wee look at some of them. Well, look at, we'll go through the midfielders for the top range. The usual is going to be, as you expect, it's top pair the old firm. Forrest, 8.5 million. See, I think that's too much for him. He, I, I've always thought he has patches. He does. If you know what I mean, when he, get, he seems to oh, you think he's scoring loads, but it's only for three or four weeks. He had the most assisted goals for his last year, but so that's probably why it's worked at the highest price. Aye. 
over the piece, it may have quiet weeks, but over the piece, they've all delivered probably the most points for the midfield we've got. Yeah. And followed obviously quickly by Ryan Christie. Yeah. He was the same. He scored a lot of assists. He does, he does get a lot of goals. Um, Steve Allen, 6.5. And then don't go near it. Nothing for? No. Six and a half million for a, a Hibs midfielder when you can get Kent for six. No chance. I'm not, I'm not being biased there, but... I hear a wee bit. Marlon, <laughs> you know, six and a half mil, not a chance. Same if we've already spent your money for you in just plus, but you can hear <laughs> That's the thing. Marlon is for a thing. He scores belters, free kick taker. There's no way that boy is going to get the points that somebody like Hadji... Write this down, guys. This one his first prediction. Quote you me. Like quote me. You know what I mean? No way. Stephen Marlon. I thought he was struggling to get his game last year near the end of it, was he not? Martin Boyle on the line for Hibs. Well, he's an okay player, but I'm not spending six million on him. You know, you've got to... I know you can only pick so many Rangers and Celtic players, but... A big drop-off after a... Uh, it goes to, obviously, Ryan Kent, six million. Arfield, 5.8, which I think is high again. Arfield won't be playing this season, so... There's another tip for you. Arfield got Arfield much of a game this year? No. Uh, Callum McGregor 5.5 which is probably good value I suppose you want to see a player who takes part in assists scores all the goals Joe Rebo for 5 million seems he, quite low he'll be going in my team Big Joe's put a few pounds of muscle on and Big Joe is his qualified from pre-season Rangers fans out. he's been outstanding if I'm looking at if I was to pick you know a, a, a well, taking Rangers midfielder it'd be Elanoussi and a Rebo just for the VAT I mean that's 2 of them for 9.9 that to me that's, that seems excellent you said Watson Turnbull? Eh, I'd rather have Hasty. Cheaper. And that to prove? Not that. He plays in the... I mean, he's, he's done as a midfielder, but he's playing in the front three, isn't he? Mm-hmm. And I, I think... I think he, he plays, but may not I, he, the start straight away. I think he'll play for Motherwell. I know he went to Rangers and didn't get a game, but I think it was maybe a, too much a step up. I think he'll play for Motherwell. Eh, he's got an excellent left peg. No shy having a shot so for 3.8 and Motherwell will be one of the teams either soon would be in the top 4 or 5 uh, got a decent manager so I'd be going for them Aberdeen's players Johnny Hayes 4.5 now I think that's the risk Johnny Hayes I think Johnny Hayes is going to play further back I think he's, play, I think he's going to play in the left back Aberdeen you never know with McInnes in the tactical as match, much defenders on the pitch as possible <laughs> I know I have 7 centre halves for one game last year Del McGee up Ryan Hedges have got they're not bad for prices. They're decent forward-thinking players. Yeah. Um, Scott Allen, as you said, that's yep. that's a, a good shout. Uh, who was the boy I mentioned at Ross County? He's on loan from Rangers. Not at all we keep on harping on about Rangers mm-hmm. players, but Stephen Kelly. It was at Air United. Now, I know that's a division down, but the boy was fantastic. Uh, scored some quite a few goals. And any time I've seen him, I've always thought, you can just tell looking at certain players... Once he gets the ball, his head's up. He's always looking forward. Uh, so if you're looking for a cheap, cheap midfielder, I'll be putting him in anyway. Actually, you got four Rangers players on your team, so you're going to take well, one he, he's, he's on one. Last <laughs> doesn't count. So I think my midfield will be Kelly, Hasty, um, Elanoussi. I'm going to have to put a Celtic player in if I want to. Oh, I don't want to put one in. <laughs> I'll leave him out now and see what I can work. Once the competition starts, but uh, I think there's not much players I really know in the bottom half of the table-wise. This is where I will be using my eyes and hopefully just watching games week to week and trying to find out the better players for the team. I mean, there's a player here I really like, Yoluku. 
uh, last year when I seen him, it was Ali McCann facing Johnson. Now he's going to get capped for Northern Ireland. Aye. And he's a great player, but I don't know if he's a great player now who might be in a really, not a really bad team, but a team on the downward because they've lost. Yeah. Boy, right. But again, this is something we have to watch with your eyes, wait and see week to week out and try to go on these bandwagons before. I mean, I can't think of any midfielders at Aberdeen who over the last couple of seasons. I mean, who did you think? Uh, Dylan McGeeock, maybe, or Niall McGinn, I suppose, going forward. Lewis Ferguson's quite defensive-minded, isn't he? But he doesn't really get many know, goals. He'll pick you up a few bookings as well. So, so he will. that's where he might look the part, Lewis Ferguson, but as you said, uh, he's quite temperamental and he might cost you a lot of points at the same time. McGeeock was the boy that used to be at Hibs and then, was it Sunderland he went to and then came back up? Yeah, I was originally really released him, Dylan McGeeock. Did they have him last year, but Aberdeen, I don't mind him doing much last year. I don't, Niall McGinn was decent. See, again, it's all pretty much up in the air that kind of thing you're going to pick players on your team you're going to try to price you're not going to get away with a full team full of top 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 players it isn't going to harm you're going to have to dive in here and there and hope you pick a couple of diamonds in the rough players who are maybe get the odd assist for the bottom teams and then looking through it there is definitely some bargains in terms of you know if you if you compare your your Stevie Marlon at six and a half million or Martin Boyle at six to well, Alan Goggy for Hibs three point four million. Who's going to who's the site to handle him? Now again, he's defensive minded, but if Hibs could be... again, it's... if I was picking a Hibs uh, midfielder, it'd be Scott Allen, and I don't even like Scott Allen. But for three point seven million, that I mean that is substantially cheaper than. Look at license rate. Right? A bit of license, for example, right? I think Lawson's going to finish top six, and the dearest midfielder's three point nine. Look at that. Keegan Jacobs, Craig Sibbald, Scott Robinson, Marvin Batley. Now they're all, they're the one people talk about online, it seems to be Alan Forrest, who's a winger, they say for the air, who's James Forrest, his wee brother, but he's a winger. Aye. Is he going to be first team? If he's getting to play and he's getting to play on the wing, that's good value, but he's got to be starting, obviously. If he's not getting to play then, you're just picking him to be on your bench. Yeah. Uh, other team-wise, I would think, you said, Hibs, didn't you? Look at Kilmarnock team there. Burke, but he's quite pricey at 4.8. Yeah. Power and Dicker are more sitting midfielders. They don't really go in. So, it's the same. It's same as like, kind of like Scott Brown. You're not going to get much from going forward. Watch this. They'll score goals in their first season. Dundee United. Peter Paul, who is it? Aberdeen. Luke Bolton's a boy. They think to Man City on loan as a winger. 3.6. Now, that's the first thing that Mickey Marlon's made. Right. Now, if he's signed, I'm assuming he's signed to be guaranteed first team football. You'd imagine, wouldn't you? If you say Gethy Man City. about United, it's a new manager, isn't it? Yep, so you don't know what he's like. I'm not touching them. So again, that's more because you're a bit mystical to you. <laughs> again, I don't know if it's a team you're going to have to sit and watch and wait and see how he style of football works out to be and who he's going to play with and then maybe try to make some tactical changes. Yeah, from, from what I've seen with the players, if I was picking a midfield, I think it'd be either, obviously, if you couple from Razor and Celtic, if you can get them in, Motherwell and some Hibs ones. Because the other thought, MD doesn't watch Scottish football. Last year, it was Hibs were quite attacking football. Under Jack Ross, they do play a quite attacking style of football. Yeah. So, they might see it at the back, but they've all got goals as well. Yeah. Whereas, I'm looking at Aberdeen, and Aberdeen tend to bypass their midfield. Right, long so balls. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm looking at them thinking, you know, Ferguson's a, a decent, you know, box-to-box midfielder, but I, has he scored five goals in a season yet? You know, I, I wouldn't have... So I'm, I'm going to be sticking to Hibs, Motherwell, and then maybe one of Rangers and Celtic. Right, so let's move up front then, Swan. As you could probably can imagine, 
the two highest players, place players are the two top goal scorers from last year. Otto Edward and Alfredo Morelos, both 8.5 million each. Now, yeah. it looks like Morelos won't be there long, but he's going to be there at the start, isn't he? So. Maybe. I don't even know if we'll be playing this weekend. I wouldn't play him. <laughs> You're not touching him anyway? I wouldn't touch him if he was staying anyway. You know, I don't, I don't I mean, obviously, I think he's a good player, but. Uh, I can imagine the amount of abuse I'm going to get. But <laughs> if, if both of them are the same price, yeah, I'm not going to say there's going to be a huge, see it, a huge difference in goals. I, I, I definitely think Alfie can match Eduardo for goal tally, but Eduardo's not going to match Alfie for cards. You know, so if you've got eight and a half million, uh, Alfie's going to get booked. He's going to get sent half. Now, you might have people shouting that's because the refs are against them, but it's going to harm. So I wouldn't be pitting Morelos. I don't think he's going to be here anyway. Uh, Would you plunge eight and a half million on Edward as well? No. You try to go for more value for other teams? I think... You're scrolling through the three. I mean, I think Edward, eight and a half. Uh, If you... Sorry, if you see the fear of Edward, is it not that... Everybody's going to have Edward in their team, and if you don't have him, you miss out on all these points of the week if he scores. Well, if you look at Edward and look at Elanusi, I don't think there's going to be a huge difference in goal. Edward will score more goals, but is he going to get, what is Elanusi price wise? Was it 4.9? 4.9, 8.5, so it's, pretty, it's not double, but it's no far. Over 3 million, and is he going to score, I don't think he'll score 10 more goals than Elanusi. Brother, quote me there, Winfrey, because. Right, so much people saying, you're looking through the list. Right, afraid you're not touching. Cosgrove, 7 million? No. No. Not enough for you? No. Lee Griffiths, I think, won't even be starting, so I, think I, I won't be touched down for 6 no, million. No Franklin will be first choice strike of Dungeon United, but will he score enough goals? You'll need to see what Dungeon United Again. are going to be like in this league. You know, in the in the Championship, Shanklin ran riot. I mean, I have no doubt if the boy gets a chance, he can put it away, but it's how many chances are Dungeon United going to make for him. Uh, Christine Dodge 5.8 Eamon no. Brophy 5.8 you know Dykes what? the same I like Dykes so I do you know he's, he's a handful I think Brophy's not too bad as mm. well uh, I don't think Brophy's too prolific in terms of he's not a, I've had to pick between the two of them it'd probably be Dykes but this is the problem you've got with Scottish football there's only two teams that score a lot of goals but you know not to compare it to down south again, whereas maybe the top four or five can get a lot of goals down there. It's just Rangers and Celtic. So picking a striker is is, is quite difficult looking at these names. Ross Stewart is the first choice striker Ross County. Stevie May for St Johnson. Greg Stewart of the second choice for you. Calm Henry for St Johnson will, probably, will be their striker as well. So maybe your best bet with this is going for a striker who will be first choice striker and who will play most games. Yeah. And maybe gets you nine, ten goals a season. At least it's nine, ten goals guaranteed because we'll be playing every week. Who would be Hibs? I mean, Doidge is Hibs' main striker, isn't he? Doidge and Nisbet. I think Hibs under Jack will be quite, quite attacking, so they will. But any time I've seen that Doidge, I've not been impressed with him. Although he did have a, a decent spell to the end of last season. He was getting goals. Uh, it's just, it is going to be one of these ones you just need to I uh, don't know. That's where it difficultly comes in with the Scottish League, as you said. You take the two teams out of the equation, you're going to try to find your best fit of players, but also be under budget. Because like if you say, if you took Cosgrove, for example, that's a fair whack of your money straight away as well. Yeah. 
in a certain way that it's going to be quite difficult for us to, I mean, to get the best. You're going to have to, have to manipulate your money as best you can and be quite smart with your, your game week. Yeah, the more, I, the more I've sat and looked at it, the more I'm thinking, I think you have to have at least one striker from Rangers or Celtic. Yes, I'll have a chance. Definitely. But the Rangers won the now. The main one, he ain't going to be there. Well, my three now is what I mean, actually, that actually is. I've got Edward right now. I've got a beaker for St. Murn. And I've got Brandon Barker for Rangers. Yeah. Because I think he might get a chance to play off the bench. And if he goes right now, he might be. That's all subject to change. I might get rid of these players and change them back and forth. But as it stands, that's my, my three strikers. I think I might actually change uh, my formation from what I do. You know, down. I think I might go with a three-five-two, and just have what's the midfielders in there? Yeah, I think there's a lot of value in that midfield from what I've seen in terms of other teams. I, you know, I just think the strikers. I'm looking at them, and apart from the top two, Cosgrove will score you goals, but do I want to spend seven million on them? Not really. Uh, Shankland. I'll need to wait and see how Dungeon United cope with this league. But for me, as I said, I like Dykes, big handful. But Livingston ain't going to be... Cool. goal scorers either. No. But it, it, it's going to be quite hangy, quite difficult. So I think I'll switch to a 3-5-2. And depending on my money, then if I'm doing it from a purely fantasy football point of view, then I'd pick Edward. Instead of being a Rangers fan and not wanting them in my team. <laughs> right, so that premise brings it to an end. The less else you want to say about the the league of the team we're in. Anything else? Vice, Scottish Vice, going to be suck it and see. I think the more I've looked at this, I, the more I've realised how different it's going to be from the one I'm used to in terms of how I'm, I'm going to set my team up. Uh, just because of the nature of the league up here, mm-hmm. the two teams are so far ahead of the rest. And the one team then another team. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see. <laughs> uh, but I, I, if you're picking a team, I think the midfield, from what I've seen, is where where the value is. Um, and the odd defender or two, as I said, with the Goldson one, three million. I think is Tav going to get more points? Probably, but I'd want to spend that two and a half million elsewhere. Well, the thing with goals, it might pay off more long-term. We don't need... It's like a plug-and-play type player. Leaving the team, don't need to move him again. I mean, he's going to get the same clean sheets that Tavenier gets. He won't get the assists. I think with Tav, you could be looking at maybe 10 assists. But it's where not you think you can get... That £2.5 you can spend it maybe up front. Uh, and I'd be going midfield heavy in terms of numbers as well. There you go. That's me and Swanee's both tips going ahead. Watch us after week one. We'll totally wrap up and start again. Uh, well card. Well card after week one. Right, we've got our league going. You can get us on, obviously, the Fantasy Scotland's app thing. What's it called again? I'll forget. Fantasy Football Scotland. I was about to say something different. Fantasy Football Scotland app. If you put in the code, and this is all lowercase, it's C-Q-C-Z-A. Right, we'll start a league. No money league. Now, it's not much, but it's a £50 top prize in that league. It means what will be half an info. He laughs there, he laughs. Now, I spent on top prize. We'll see if we can sort out prizes maybe for monthly managers in the month awards. You can follow us on Twitter. Just Google Half Hour Fantasy Podcast or search for it. It will come up. 
Uh, next week we'll be discussing the game week one, obviously. If you get any questions, you can just tweet it to us and we'll discuss it. Anybody know for next week? We will do a bit more delve into watching the games and watching more things. I'll be delving, you'll be just watching. Uh, what I will say is right now, if this league is halted due to COVID, it will be null and void. There won't be this, whoever's sitting at the top gets the prize. It will be null and void. You talking about the actual fantasy league? Aye, the fantasy uh, league. What's that? Mate? Legal, te- legal team on that first, cuz? Aye, for sure. Mr. McCann. <laughs> okay. Right, I might also want to talk for a go. I think that is us. Uh, yep, we're back next week. Thanks for listening. Any questions at all, just drop us a line and we will have more input next week. Obviously, we'll talk about more. There's six games to talk about and we might have more. There'll be some signings as well, I think. As well, we'll talk about adding to the squad and what else. We may have more of an idea of the English players, what price range are going to be in. Yeah. Discussing about that. So, again, thanks for listening and we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. 